What's up, everybody? Oh, I forgot the... Oof. I forgot my Beats was on. It didn't come out of my phone like it usually does. I forgot my little Beats pill was on. Look at that. Wow. Something new. I'm a little confused, as you can tell. Oh, what's up, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. It's morning. I did not do this yesterday, which would be Monday, the something, Monday after Thanksgiving. Um, I waited till Tuesday morning. I had a couple other podcasts to do yesterday. Um, and, uh, yeah, here we are, man. Uh, what? Oh, and then it just got interrupted because there was a phone call. Ooh, I got to figure this out. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so happy to be back with you guys right now. Uh, on this beautiful day to be alive. So much to talk to you about. I'm trying to decide whether I want to get into... Uh, I'm trying to stay away from politics, but god damn, you know who won't let me. Anyways, so good to be here with you guys. I'm contemplating right now. Now, what, tell me what you think. Obviously, you can't, so I'm going to say it to myself. I'm contemplating just having a little music in the background. Um, hit and shuffle on my library and seeing what comes up. I don't know if you guys follow my high walks but you know my my library is pretty eclectic and you know there's only one type of music i would say i don't have in my library at all and that is edm i just don't i don't know i know i sound like my dad or my grandfather but it doesn't sound like music to me part of music for me is the story like it's one of the reasons you know, I, I, I'll i listen to some kind of heavy metal-ish, and I don't mean heavy metal, I don't mean like, uh, I don't know, Metallica, that's rock and roll to me. Well, I mean like heavy metal, kind of screamo, I like music where I can hear, I need to hear lyrics. The, to me, lyrics are so important, I need to hear the story. If I don't hear the story, I really can't connect generally with what's happening in the song and in the music. I also have to tell you guys, I'm still a little groggy. The edible from last night has hung on to me a little longer than I would have liked. So if I'm pausing a little more than usual, it's because my brain's not firing yet, and I've had a couple cups of coffee. Um, I've already, listen, it's, it's, what time is it? I need glasses. It's 8 a.m. I've had my coffee. I've eaten my breakfast. I already threw a chicken in the fucking oven. I got baked, but I got uh, sweet potatoes ready to rock. I mean, we're ready to go. We've already started our day, but I uh, I'm a little groggy. But I'm thinking I might hit a shuffle on here and see what happens. And you guys can just have a little background music. Tell me, you guys can tell me afterwards if it distracts or whatever. Um, oh, I like this song. Good start. Anyways. Uh, yeah. What do we want to talk about today? 
little 30 seconds to Mars. I don't mind this. I'm on board. Let's start with the pet peeve. And by the way, I'll wake up as we go, as we go. Here we go. Brain starting to go. Neurons starting to fire. Synapses sparking. I don't know if those are the right words. These are the only things that I remember from high school science class. Um, guys, so yesterday, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. And I don't even know if it's a pet peeve. I just think it's annoying as fuck. Uh, I'm out walking my dog, Rocky, my little buddy, who, by the way, is slowing down. We'll get into that in a second. But I'm walking my little buddy. And for those of you who don't know, my dog is like a, he's half pit, half boxer. But he's the kindest soul I think I've ever come across of any living thing I've ever, that I've ever had the privilege of walking into. Guys, words are not coming to my mouth this morning. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, the words are just, they're in my brain. I can kind of hear them rattling around, but they're not making it down to my pie hole. Um, so my dog is, oh my, I got him on a leash, and this guy has these two tiny little dogs that run off the leash when he walks them. And one of the dogs has been known in the neighborhood to bite other dogs. And he fucking runs up. He just runs up to the, to, on his way up to Rock, and I put my boot out, put Rocky behind me, and just give him a little tap in the nose. And the dude gets fucking, hey, leave my fucking dog alone, hey. And I was like, hey, man, your dogs are off the leash. I'm not going to let your dog bite my dog. He was like, he's just a little dog. What's the big deal? That is such, I'm sorry, if you own little dogs, that's a, it's fucking, you know, different strokes for different folks. Whatever you want to do. I don't care what type of animal you have. But your animal, no matter what the fucking size is, has to go by the same rules we all do. Just because your dog is little doesn't mean it's okay for him to be off the leash biting bigger dogs. It's the stupidest fucking... I hear it all the time. He's just a little dog. Don't worry about it. Oh, he's just a little dog. And then somehow, if look, if my dog had bit his dog, it would have somehow been Rocky's fault. Somehow my fault. Dude would have been mad. But dude is fucking livid. Don't you put your foot on my dog. I told him, man, I will drop kick your dog across the street. And it won't be, I'll feel bad for your dog, but it won't be your dog's fault. It'll be your fault. It'll be your fault when your little dog runs up to another dog and gets shook. Gets shook. It'll be your fault for not keeping your dog on a leash. It's infuriating to me. But now listen, I'm not a huge little dog fan anyways. If you can fit your dog into a bag and carry it around... Uh, by the way, I, the dog's in the bag, and I saw a dog in a fucking baby stroller at the mall the other day. Guys, they have four legs. Four legs. It, 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 it's one of the funniest things, like, when I when I <laughs> see people, like, with dogs in sweaters. You think that dog wants us? They all, every dog, when you put clothes on them, they all have the same look on their face. Whenever you see them in pictures, they all have the same. They're humiliated. They have a look on their face like they're humiliated because you put a sweater on them because you turned your animal into a fucking accessory. Your dog does not want to wear reindeer antlers. Oh, my God. We're going to old school with little Billy Joel. You know, little longest time. Um, your dog doesn't want to wear reindeer antlers. He doesn't want to be dressed up as the Easter Bunny. He's a dog. 
Or she's a dog, whatever. I don't want to offend anybody. Your dog is a dog. You know why your dog doesn't need a sweater? And I've said this before, because your dog was born with a fucking sweater on. Stop it. Stop it. But this dude, man, I, I don't understand that mentality. I really don't understand the mentality of because it's a little dog, it's okay. No, it's not okay. And by the way, chihuahuas, those little things are vicious. They should never be off a leash. A chihuahua will get into your ass and does not care one shit about it. A chihuahua? Oh, man, those things are vicious. Yeah, so leash them up. And if you don't leash them up and your dog gets bit, I don't know what to tell you. Or if your dog gets the boot, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You should put your dog on a leash, pick up its little, and also, hey, if you own a dog and you let your dog poop on the sidewalk and you leave it there, you you should, there's a very special place for you animals. That's a, what a savage, just disgusting move that is. Just letting your dog shit on the sidewalk and then just walking away, that is not okay, everybody. All right. There's a little pet peeves up front. I hope everybody had uh, a good Thanksgiving. Um, uh, we went up with uh, my wife's side of the family and went up to Big Bear, which is in the mountains here in uh, California. And uh, what a good time, man. A weekend with family is always... It, you just come back refreshed. But this place was amazing. If you saw my video on Instagram, it was Unbelievable. Uh, there was a bunch of us, and everybody paid for, you know, rooms individually. And But it was a, a literal castle. It had a gym in it, a hot tub. It was a little too fancy for me. Huge backyard, a fucking guest house, a basketball court, outdoor fire pits. I think it probably had one, two, three, seven or eight bedrooms. It was amazing. But we would wake up in the morning, and there was bear poop in the backyard on the basketball court and stuff. Oh my God. And I was staying in the guest house and, uh, with Beth and then my daughter and her boyfriend. And cause we were staying in the back house cause you know, everybody else had tiny kids. And you know, once you have, once you don't have tiny kids anymore and listen, my love, my little nieces and nephews and, but you know, once you don't have little kids anymore, mm, you, you just want to be able to go to your safe space, you know? They're great, but you also want to be able to hand them back to their parents and go, okay, I'll see you later. So we were staying in the little guest house, and there were a couple nights I had to walk back over there, and uh, I was high already, and knowing that there was bears walking around in the backyard, I have to tell you, I was trying to keep it together, because I wasn't sure if anyone was watching, you know, because when you're high, and I was just trying to make be cool, and there were a couple times I was walking back with Beth, and as I was walking back with Beth, I was thinking to myself, oh, if a bear comes, I'm going to have to fight the instinct to run, right? Because my instinct is going to be to run because I know I'm faster than she is. But then I'm also going to, oh, guys, this is old school Howlin' Wolf. If you haven't listened to Howlin' Wolf, you should. He, in this one album, just get his greatest hits. He, he sings in two or three different voices. Not like he's trying to dis, dis, you know, disguise himself. It's just he has different vocal. His, his vocal range is crazy. But listen to Howlin' Wolf. Anyways, there are a couple times I'm walking back. And then in my brain, I'm thinking to myself, all right, 
Bear comes out. I know I'm faster than Beth, but I can't leave her, right? Because I can't leave her. So I'm going to have to take one for the team. Oh, boy. But, you know, taking one for the team with a bear is like, well, that's the last. That's your last check into the game. You know what I mean? So it was like I kept saying, babe, come on. Here we go. That, that's my way. I was trying to stay cool, but I was like, come on. Here we go. Here we go. That was me saying, let's walk a little faster. Here we go. I I don't know what I would do if I, because what do they say? You're supposed to, not supposed to run, right? Like if you if you come across a mountain lion too, you're not supposed to run. What do they say? Make yourself big. Good luck with that. You didn't tell me your first instinct when a bear gets in front of you is to bow up and ch- puff out your chest. If that's your first instinct, you are a fucking way tougher human being than I am. Holy shit. My first instinct after I see a bear, minus my bowels just relieving themselves, let's go away. Let's just say for sure there's going to be some sort of high-pitched shriek and some sort of version of jazz hands. All right, so get rid of the excrement. Yeah, let's get rid of the feces, jazz hands, and the high-pitched shriek. After that happens, which is just instinct, by the way, I think. I think that's instinct. That's when fight or flight jumps in. And I don't think instinct is fight. It's flight. And then two steps in is when you realize, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to do this. And then you turn around and it's too late. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying my brain would eventually kick in and go, oh, dude, turn around because you're supposed to make yourself big. But that doesn't take away from your instinct, which is get the fuck out of here right now. Right now. Yeah, bears just seem like, you know what? To me, bears uh, seem like they would kill you and then they'd realize, oh, shit, I'm not going to eat this. I'm so sorry about that. Do you know what I mean? They'd almost feel bad about it for a second. Oh, my bad. Sorry about that. I, I think that I also, do you ever try to assign voices to your, oh, I love this. Strokes last night. Um, do you ever assign voices to animals? Bears to me, they, I think they have like this big, you know, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Kind of like the, the, uh, the vulture on the cartoons. Okay. And I think jaguars have a British accent. I'm just saying, you guys, please tell me, send me in other animals. Give, tell me what accents or what their voices will sound like. I love this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, man, good weekend up there with Thanksgiving. I'm trying to think. We ate a shitload of food. Oh, my God. Um, I'm trying to think what my favorite dish was. It was probably stuffing. I've told you guys before Thanksgiving, man, stuffing. But we had my my wife's mom's stuffing recipe which is like a cornbread stuffing holy show some andouille sausage in there good lord that was good um but i hope everybody had a good time i hope everybody had a good time with their family you know um i can honestly say i you know i read all the tweets and posts on facebook about people not wanting to spend time with their family i can honestly say i love spending time with my family good people man and i met some uh, part of hung out with some parts of beth's family this weekend that uh hadn't had a chance to spend a lot of time with good people so all good in the hood also 
head into the Dominican Republic. Uh, today's Tuesday. Tomorrow. Going to the David Ortiz Golf Classic. Cannot wait. Bringing young Jacob Wolf with me this year. Hitting the links. I am the worst golfer of all time. But I did win. Uh, we there, you know, the, I was on the winning team for the golf tournament a couple years ago. Um, and I won by never picking up a club. That was how I won because it's best ball. Best ball means everybody hits and then you play whoever get had the best shot. You play from there. But since I am terrible and my back is a little jacked up, I just ride around. That means somebody takes my turn. That means the best player gets to hit twice. So by being the worst player, I'm actually the best player. Does that make sense? By being the worst player and never hitting, I actually end up being an incredible benefit to the team because their best player gets hit twice. So, uh, silver lining, everybody. You know, it's funny, too. I feel bad for guys, like, because they go down and Pedro Martinez is down there and fucking David Ortiz and Manny Ramirez and all these just massive sports icons. And then there's me. So some team gets has to golf with me. You know, they see people driving off with Pedro and fucking just these Hall of Famers, and then I hop in their cart I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad for them. I really do. I feel so bad for them. Like I, I always apologize right when right? I get in the cart. Like, hey, just I know. You got me. I apologize. I know. I know it's not what you wanted. I get it. I get it. But just know that even though I can't tell you any great stories about batters that I faced or winning the World Series, I can't tell you a fucking scorched earth list of dick jokes that will be way more entertaining by the 18th hole. I know the first three holes. Yeah, you're with Pedro, and but as soon as that starts to die down, you know, I'm the dude who takes his pants off. And look, last year, for the kids, everybody, this is for the kids. I took my pants off, um, and my buddy Trevor, who's like a long drive champion, who goes down there every year, he teed up a ball... When I took on my pants, he te- teed up a ball in between my legs, and uh, he hit a ball something like 380 yards. Hold on one second. Guys, this, do you recognize it? Nirvana Tourette's off of the In Utero album. We're going heavy rock and roll on the rotation this morning. Um, and he teed one up. He, he crushed the ball. Crushed it off my nuts. So I think I posted the video on my Facebook page. I'll do it again this year. But that's the thing. Like, I tell those guys, hey, look, you, I know, I know I'm not any sports. I know, I know. And all those guys are super famous. I know. But, you know, I'm, I am going to fart in somebody's face. And I'm going to do some things to humiliate myself to make up for that. They have way more fun with me is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And you might win because I suck dick and somebody hits for me. So going back down there this year, super excited to bring Jacob Wolf with me. Bummed that Beth can't go, um, but she is still editing her movie, which, guys, I just want to tell you something about this movie. It is outstanding. Her movie is outstanding. I am so proud of her. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Um, She's still editing right now, but holy shit. I'm, I'm, you know, the good news is it could be a game changer for us. Oh, I love this song. I know people. It's not cool to like John Mayer. How can you not like this song? 
I just, you know, I don't understand it when people talk about it not being cool like John Mayer and all of a sudden it wasn't cool anymore to like Dave Matthews and it wasn't cool anymore to like Coldplay. When does that shit happen? They didn't get any better or worse. Either you liked them or you didn't. It's the same thing with movies. I'm not, I guess I'm not super critical about art. And maybe that's why I have so much music and different types of music on my shuffle. I know people, everybody says, I listen to everything. Okay. But, you know, if, if I break it up into categories about how many songs I have in each genre, it's all pretty equal. Rock is a little skewed because I have all the Beatles and all the Stones and those catalogs are so deep. Um, but, you know, same thing with movies. Like, movie critics make me laugh. Make me laugh. You're this movie I didn't like. Yeah, well, fuck you. Fuck you. Somebody spent four years putting that together. Four fuck. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy it. I wish everybody took their critic hats off when they turned on the TV or turned on the radio or went to a movie and just enjoyed it. And stopped the attitude of, oh, this better be good, or I'll be the judge if this is good. The blog has made everybody a critic, and they go into, they go into things with a, with a critical point of view, with a critical eye. Social media has made everybody an expert, so they go, every, go into everything with, well, wait till I tell everybody what I think about this artisan sandwich. Fuck you. Go enjoy it. I, I mean, it's just like, you know, the... the the Star Wars people talking about black star troopers, stormtroopers, or, you know, somebody uh, being critical of a superhero movie, or, you know, anything. Guys, it's all make-believe, and it's just somebody trying to tell a story. Sit back and enjoy it. Don't go into the things with such critical eyes. Go into it arms wide open. I'm telling you, you'll enjoy more parts of your life and things in general. Right, guys, this is all rock today, this morning. Shuffle is hitting, hitting me with a pair, a little pair more. Crush, crush, crush. Um, but, uh, yeah, that kills me. It also makes me laugh when... <laughs> When people are like actually critical, he could, in superhero movies, he couldn't beat him up. That that's not. There's no way that anybody could fight Thor. Hey guys, you're critiquing uh, made-up characters in a movie. You're already suspending disbelief when we're talking about flying people, and now you're gonna try to make some sense out of the flying people. Just sit back and enjoy it. It's like, I know people killed Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I get it. It's no fucking Gladiator or whatever your favorite movie is. I get it. It wasn't the most perfect piece of art. I get it. Sit, if you just sit back and just watch and enjoy with some popcorn, or did I forget also weed? We, maybe weed helps me enjoy more things. I should have I should, just put that right up top. And weed. And weed. Um but why? Just enjoy. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Um, and I'm going to do, by the way, what I did last couple times, last time that I um, did the solo cast. I also answered your questions as I went along. And somebody asked me, oh, you want to go in the office, buddy? Do you want to go in there? Mojo, King Joe CS, asked me, um, what are the first jobs I've had in the past and your experiences doing them? I started working when I was 14 years old. Um, I worked... Well, the first job I had, I think, come on, buddy, come on in here. 
if I it was either called I think it was called the gas light diner because gas lamp district is in San Diego so it was called the gas light diner I think but it was in Amherst Mass where I grew up get in there if you want to get on the couch go ahead good boy it was called the gas light diner and um well, what the fuck man you don't want to go in there what are you knocking out the door for okay just relax um and I worked, I, <laughs> I remember I was 14. Um, I used to get my weed delivered there by a guy named Billy Harrison. Now looking back on it, Billy used to pack me full of stems and seeds. Um, I know he must have taken one or two of the tasty buds out himself. I used to smoke weed in a parking lot at Amherst Mass in front of a place called, I think it was called Backstreet Records, Backroom Records. One or the other, Backroom maybe. Backroom Records was the first place Oh, I really got into music videos. It was amazing. It was place, the first place I really had video games, the arcade ones in my town. It was good shit. Um, but I started working at 14, man, and I've worked in diners. Um, I worked on farms in Hadley, Massachusetts. I picked cucumbers for a little while, which was, if anyone's ever done that, that is a shitty job. Um, I laid cement. Um, I, I, you know, I did the lines and raked baseball leaves. I mowed lawns all around town, painted fire hydrants, the whole thing. I've had some shitty jobs, but I think that's really important. You know, I, 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 I think it's terrible that we've really stopped kids from working. Um, this is my favorite Billy Idol song. To be a lover. Man, every kid I knew growing up had a job. And now, like... Because, you know, school is so specialized and, you know, parents have their kids playing baseball year round or basketball. Nobody's nobody's got time for a job. Hey, let me tell you something. Your kid isn't and taking this out of my book. Your kid. And by the way, I'm not peeing. I'm filling something up. Your kid isn't going to be fucking Derek Jeter. Your kid's not playing professional baseball. I'm talking to you, even though I've never met you, because I know your kid is not playing. He's not playing professional baseball. Your kid is not going to be the next Tom Brady. Your kid is not LeBron James. Get him a fucking job. It'll serve him well. Or her. I say him because it's familiar to me. I'm sorry. Um, it'll serve them well later in life. Don't constantly hand things out to them. Make them work for shit in hell. But yeah, that was, I've had some pretty shitty jobs. But I'm glad I did, if I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm glad I did, Mr. Mojo Joe. Mr. Mojo Joe Joe. Oh, I used to love Powerpuff Girls. Um, Andrew wants me to talk about British colonial trade policies of the early 1700s. Sure. Um, well, early on they were, they were doing, they were doing a lot of chicken trading and, uh, they were trading chicken and beads for tea. And they realized that two chickens and four beads was a lot to pay for tea. So what they started doing was they started putting sand in the tea bag, so it wasn't actually tea. This is true. This is what started the uh, Great Tea War of the 1700s. Um, and so that is, just so you know, I'm just going to give you a little history here, guys, right? So they're putting sand in those. And then, um, and then uh, what do you call it? And then so they were, people would put the sand in the, in the cup, and they would sip it, and they were like, this tastes like dirt, because it was. It was dirt, right? They'd put dirt and sand in there, and that they were like, they teabagged us. And that's where the term teabag came from, 
So the, the term teabag came from the British colonial trade policies of the early 1700s when the British, when they were putting sand and dirt in people in the tea bags and people were sending it off to trade, um, they uh, for their chickens and beads, they were getting they were teabagging people. So that's your history lesson for this morning. As my son, as my brain is still a little groggy and I was still having trouble getting words out of my mouth, but I hope that clears things up for you. Um, and the last, another one, and I'll do, and I'll get back to my shit. Uh, oh, Eric. In lieu of my wife shitting her pants yesterday, what? In place of my, so in lieu of means in place of my wife shitting her pants yesterday. I'd like to hear of an embarrassing story along those lines. Well, there is a story online that you can see about me on a first date shitting my pants. Um, and that's a story I used to tell on stage. But I'll tell you a better story. And for those of you who don't like poop stories, this isn't a terrible one. Um, I was probably eight, and I was on the Cherry Hill Golf Course, maybe nine, in Amherst, Mass. And I was out with my... Oh, another... Good Lord. Another Nirvana song. I mean, here I am talking about how diversified my music my music library is and it has just been pretty straight rock and roll um so okay anyways so i'm out there with my brother and i have to go to the bathroom so bad and so i run into the woods and i go poop and um so he hits his ball into the woods and as he's going into the woods he comes out and he's super mad because he stepped in my boat when he was in the woods. There's something about human feces. Like, if you step in dog shit, it's like gross. There's something about human feces that is just so much worse. Anybody who tells you it isn't is, I don't know. It's, and I can't tell you why it's worse. But human feces is like exponentially worse than, a, than dog. Anyway, so that would be the story, Eric, if you wanted to hear it. There you go. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I apologize to everybody about that. I, I didn't want to tell it. He made me, Eric made me tell that story. Um, but I was, uh, some of my, some of Beth's relatives were my relatives, um, brought their kids and they had been talking about, uh, they needed to go in and out. So it made me think about while they were up there, I was thinking about what are my five favorite, like burger slash fast food slash restaurants and why and i'm going to give you my top five and i'm i'd be happy to hear yours i'm i uh you can send them in to me at, at joshua of comedy um but okay i'm gonna should i go from five to one i'll go from five to one from five to one and that way you can, I can we can give you the whole rundown all right so i was thinking about this at five for me jack in the box now i don't know that jack in the box has the best anything I, I really don't think it has the best anything but it has so many so much variety do you know what i mean like you can get a curly fry there oh you want you want something for breakfast we got that oh you want a sourdough oh we got that do you know what i mean like to me they have the most variety so i have to put them on the list just on just for that i don't think they have the best everything but they have the most of everything and nothing that they have i would say is bad I'll put jack in the box Five, okay, and uh, I know this is a broad category, 
but I'm saying like a burger, fast foody type joint, and why? Number four, Carl's Jr. And I think Carl's Jr. is also Hardee's. Look, say what you want, but those burgers at Carl's Jr., plus the Santa Fe chicken burger, which I'm a big fucking fan of. It has that big spicy pepper on top. Um, big fan. I, I think those Carl's Jr. burgers are, are delish, and I like the Santa Fe chicken burger. Adds a little something different. And I what else I like about Carl's Jr., not only do I like the advertisements, um, but I like the fact that they kind of give you the feeling that you're healthy. I don't know why. There's something about Carl's Jr. that feels healthier than Burger King. Although, speaking of Burger King, that is number three on the list. Because if we're talking, I think you have to put either McDonald's or Burger King on the list just out of respect. And by the way, fuck Wendy's. Fuck Wendy's and their square burgers. And I know Chelsea Handler is a big fan, but they... Oh, guys, if you don't have this album yet, what are you waiting for? The new Tribe Called Quest? Ooh, good God, this is so good. Ooh, so good. Um, All right, and uh, yeah, so I, I, I think you got to put McDonald's or Burger King on there. I think you do. I think Wendy's is a piece of shit. I think Square Burgers and those big, chunky fucking fries are terrible terrible anybody they don't their shakes terrible across the board terrible number three on my list burger king because i'm going to tell you out of the originals out of the ogs the whopper best one the whopper is the best the whopper crushes the big mac the whopper crushes anything wendy's has whopper 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 and they'll make it your way i love the extra pickles on board for the Whopper as so, and I need to put them in there, and I need just out of respect, they're number three on the list. Uh, but for sure, they I, I, McDonald's to me is outside of those fries. Every burger is overrated. I tried a Big Mac, but I, I, I listen. I may not be the best person to ask because I haven't been to McDonald's in over fifteen years. Fifteen years, and you, you'll see the Taco Bell isn't on this list either. To me, Taco Bell might be number one. But it's not like a burger joint, okay? Uh, we can do the, the top five Mexican fast fooders. Taco Time eats a dick. Taco Bell's not on here, but Burger King, number three. Number two, and I think this is probably local, but there's a fat, it's called Fat Burger, everybody. Fat Burger, their burgers, and I forget what the big burger, they have like a pound and a half or two pound burger. But the Fat Burger is a like a real restaurant quality burger. I'm telling you, come to LA and I know people, you know the word, the restaurant, the, the burger restaurant you're told to go to. Definitely go there. But Fat Burger, guys, ooh, dog. That is like a real high class restaurant quality burger at a low, 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 low price. Yeah, I go Fat Burger number two and number one, far and away, hands down. And not the one in Austin and not the one in other places here in LA. I tried in Austin, burger not as good. In and out. In and out for a bunch of reasons. One, taste. I get a double double. I get grilled onions, I get extra pickles. It's it's the combination of taste and size, guys. It's just the right size. I know some of the problems that some of you guys have is that it's too small. No, no, no. I don't want to walk away from my meal feeling like I'm about to give birth. That's not what it is for me, Blues Traveler Gina. I, it's not, 
and plus the taste with those extra pickles and the grilled onion. And for those of you who don't know, there's a secret menu that you can find online. You get your shit animal style or however you like it. The In-N-Out Burger combo taste size price cannot be beat. You get the number one with grilled onions and extra pickles or call it the Josh Wolf special and you are we happy for the rest of your day. In and out, I will tell you this, has never once. And I, I don't I, I would tell you that my problem used to be with In and Out is the fries. Mm-mm. Fries now on point. In and out. Boom, boom, boom. Um Yeah, it's it, Jakey and I for sure, every time we come back into town, the first thing we do is hit the In and Out. It's the first fucking thing we do is hit the In and Out. How could you not? Uh oh. Speaking of Jakey, and uh, you know how my brain bounces all over the place. My oldest son leaves the country again tomorrow. He has left this. He's left the uh, military, but he's uh, now joined. He's a private contractor, and he's going back overseas tomorrow. It's an interesting. Um, it's an interesting thing to have your child in the in the military or in a job where his life is potentially in danger because you really have to, you really have to, wow, how do I put this? You really just have to readjust what your thoughts have always been as a parent, which is to protect, to keep your kids safe. You know what I mean? Not, not, not to lord over them, not to be a helicopter parent, not to, you know, not let them experience hardship and, some sort of pain. I think all that shit is good. Hardship is good. Scraping your knee is good. Bumps and bruises is good. That's the way you realize that you can get up off the ground and try again, right? But this is completely different. And, and I know I'm not the only person that has a kid that has served or serves or works in a police force or does any new a number of dangerous jobs. But you really do have to go to sleep every night with a different mentality. You can't constantly worry you know, and then you start to think about how you, what you instilled in them and if that's going to be enough. And, you know, and I've, I've, I've realized, and I realized this, uh, a long, a long time ago as I was raising kids, you know, actually I realized it when I was single raising them, um, because I would see it every day that for every positive that I felt like I gave them for every positive, for everything they took away from me as a parent, or as a person that was a positive, there is an opposite effect, which is negative on them. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, so for me, um, I, I, I was, I raised them in kind of a loose household. It was loose and free-flowing and fun and, and uh, a lot of laughs and a lot of joking. But at, on the other end of that, what, do the, what is lacking? Structure. There's some structure that's probably lacking when I was raising them because that's not, I like things to be a little looser, right? We didn't eat at a certain time every day and we didn't go to sleep at exactly the same time every day. We played things by ear. Some days they were hungry at noon, but some days they weren't hungry till 1230 or one o'clock or some days they were hungry at 1130. Do you know what I mean? And bedtime was, you know, around the same time, but look, it depended on the day. Oh, my wife is up and coming out of the room. Baby, are you up? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking on the mic. No, there's nobody here. It's just me and you and the microphone. 
Yeah. Hi. Hey, guys. Beth is awake. Yeah, she slept in. This is L. King, by the way, one of my favorite new artists right here. This is, that's just a, you love L. King. You want to, guys, you know, I was going to keep going, but Beth is up, so I'm going to hop off here and spend some time with her. Yeah, I love you, babe. Yeah, we were just getting into, we, yeah, I love you. We were just getting into some, uh, Rock gets jealous when we kiss. Did you growl, buddy? Um, L. King, everybody. Love her. Um, Beth was just, uh, I was just getting into some serious stuff. But now that you're up, I'm going to hop off and, and spend some time with you. Oh, I don't even know. I, you know. I don't really know what I'm talking about. My brain isn't working well this morning. The edible really stuck with me today. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I honestly hope that this is somewhat listenable. I can't even tell anymore. Oh, boy. Um, all right, guys. I'm going to go. I'm going to do another one of these from the Dominican, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to try to get my buddy Jonathan Coachman to do one with me. And if not, I'll track somebody down. Um, oh, I love this song. She's so good. Anything you want to say, babe? Into the microphone before I was telling him how good your movie is. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. That's why I slept in because I worked really late last night. But, um, yeah, the movie's really good. I'm about to head back in there right now. She's going back into the editing bay, everybody. Hardworking woman. Pretty, uh, hey, by the way, make no mistake, if I have no problem with her being the breadwinner. I have no problem with me staying home and making... What, babe, you know what's in the oven right now? A fucking chicken. A whole chicken. What's on the counter right now? What is that? What is on the counter? I, I bake sweet potatoes. That's right. That's I bake sweet potatoes. You make my lunch every day. I make her lunch every day before she goes to work, right, babe? Yes, and the production, the production company's really envious of how sweet you are packing my lunches. Please... But don't, there's a lot of noise going on right now. Please don't, um, she's making some coffee. Please don't, don't, I'm supposed to be this like, don't ruin my, uh, uh, you had it right? Don't, don't put it out there that I'm some sort of nice guy, babe. I'm trying to be tough. How do I do when I act tough? Not that good. Tough isn't my best. Don't say romantic. She's making me sound like a big giant pussy. I don't like it. It's time for me to get off here. I got to go try to uh, uh, get my street cred back up. Um, in the last song of the day from my boys in the Zach Brown band. Um, and we'll talk to you guys from the Dominican. I'm in Kansas City in a couple weeks. And then I'm in Pittsburgh at the Improv for New Year's Eve with... Are you coming? Yeah, I'm coming. She's coming to Pittsburgh, so if you're around. This song by the Zach Brown Band Live is fantastic. It's called I'll Be Your Man. I'll Be Your Man, is that right? Yeah, I'll Be Your Man. Um, and that noise is super annoying, so I will go ahead and uh, sign off right now. Love you guys later.